Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 349 for patch 7.2. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 349 of HearthCast, is it time for WoW 2.0? A reminder to update your passwords. And I've got a rant. AOE all the things. This episode is brought to you by you. No matter what you do, we thank you just for listening. So hey there for Go face. Hey Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Another <laughs> great <laughs> so channeling your eighties uh, breakfast cartoons. Channeling my inner cereal box? Yes. <laughs> I don't think Tony the Tiger was a breakfast cartoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> cartoon about or breakfast. Saturday morning cartoon. What'd you say? I don't know. <laughs> What was the question? How are you? How was your oh, week oh, in the Blizzard yeah, Universe? Distracted <laughs> me. The, the, the very first question I asked you for 349 episodes. Oh, well, this is the first time you had <laughs> did a Tony the Tiger impression. But, uh... <laughs> I got like some really important stuff to rant about later on. Okay, you hold on to that. You build up your rage. Well, okay, but how okay. was your week in All the right. Blizzard Universe? It was good. I might feel your rage a little bit more by telling you I got flying. No, no, no. You did not feel my rage at all. No? I was there for the moment when you got that, and you're like, oh, this let me go turn in this one quest. Because right, I'm like, right. go here and kill stuff. You're like, nah, I think I'm close enough, but if it's turn in a quest, I'll get it. Turn in some supplies. Oh, supplies. Yeah. yeah. And then you got your flying, and then you like flew on some mountain, and, and then I had to stop you. I said, no, no, no. You get out of passenger mount, <laughs> and you're going to fly take, me around. Me with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and somehow we end up over... At the Death Knights uh, Order Hall, which, you know, okay, look, I've been to other people's order halls by mistake, and you get a nice warning, a little stern warning, like, you better leave or else the, the eagles are going to come fly you away. That's a hunter one. Yeah. Well, that one is right in the middle of High Mountain. Well, I mean, you can accidentally go up to could. True I Shot Lodge. Yeah. I was like, look, what's that? I went up there. I'm like, oh, I can't be here. Yeah. But the Death Knights don't play. You get in their area, and then them big Death Knight creatures fly you away on chains. They do. That was quite a disturbing. All the way back to Dalaran. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. We're like, help. <laughs> it's like a three-minute flight. Yeah, it is. Think about what you've done. <laughs> it was rough. To be fair, you can't accidentally go into the Death Knight or to Hall. You know what? I, I, you I have to purposely do it. I don't know. Because, you know, with uh, here recently, they, they introduced those little flying discs. That's true. You might be able to accidentally go in there with those. Might be able to. And now, sure, you can. Just fly in there now. Well, you can. Yeah, but you see it from a distance, and you say, hey, I want to go to that thing. Which is what we did. Yeah. And we got there, and I'm like, hey, this looks a whole lot like the Death Knight starting area, which it is. (laughs) They just moved it. And then uh, we got got chained out of there. They can't have just moved it, can they? Wait, Uh, how does that make sense? They did the Dalaran. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe it's just a copy of it or something. I don't know. I didn't get into the DK lore on that, so. Yeah, but it's fun. We uh, I went to islands I've been wanting to visit. Got yeah, you did that. You got a, a uh, lot. 
Yeah. Treasures you couldn't get before? Yeah, yeah. It didn't bother me. You knew exactly where one was. You're like, there is a treasure on the ledge of this thing that I could not get. <laughs> We're stopping here and getting it. Yeah, that was a uh, the dam over in Stormheim. Yeah. We took, we took some dam pictures there. We did? Yeah. No, we didn't. We just we didn't? Took, got the treasure oh, and flew right. off. Yeah, no, got... but it's, it's where the water rushes. So if you land in the wrong spot, so if you're like gliding there or using something, landing in the wrong spot, you land in the water, you get propelled over the edge. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I thought you were really mad. You're like, I'm going to go get the damn treasure. I was like, Frank, relax. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. It's over here by the dam. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen. But <laughs> if it had, it would have been really good. Way to spoil it. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. That was my big excitement for the week. I've been um, doing the uh, World Quest every day during the Emissary Week to build up for that. Right, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I finally got it done, and I'm not quite sure what to do. Wait for me. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. What about HOTS? Oh, HOTS is great. Yeah, yeah. 2.0. You opened yeah. up like a bajillion things. 20-something chests, yeah. <laughs> what level are you? What level did it assign you? Uh, 198. What'd you get? Did you get a pack? What pack? Like with the 20 heroes? Did you get one of those? Oh, I picked one, the Assassin Bundle. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I still have the other crystals that I'm not sure what I'm going to do with. Um, I did see there is a 360-day stim pack for 900 crystals. 360-day stim pack? Yeah. That's like almost a year. Yeah. And then they just give it 365. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> You're right there. So close. Make it the know. year. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to worry about those five days. No, just give them the year. I don't know. <laughs> People would complain about it. Look, I can't play during Christmas. <laughs> well, it's not like you can pause it. I know. That's it what I'm saying. Matter. That's what they would complain about. I can't use it the full year. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll give you five days off. <laughs> no, I'm still trying to decide. If I get the stim pack, that means I get everything else faster. Yes. You know? Yeah. More loot, loot boxes faster and everything, everything. like that. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten like three or four stim packs and then I forget. I just, it's like, oh, let me activate this. And then I don't play for the duration of that stim pack. Well, you definitely play over the course of a year. I might. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's, how much is it? 900 crystals? Yeah. I have zero crystals, so I'm not going to get any crystals. No, you should have gotten crystals for logging in. Yeah, I don't think you checked. Spent them all. Oh, you did? What'd yeah. you buy? I was with you. You bought more loot boxes? Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll get to me later. We're talking about you. Right. <laughs> so I've been having fun with that, and uh, we'll tell me about your week. Well, like you, I opened my, my Heroes box, Heroes 2.0 stuff. Did it here on the phone. That was fun. Uh, using Splash Top, logged into my... So I found that to be less gratifying. Why? Oh, it because it's on a little sound. small screen, yeah. didn't have the sound. I, to me, it was gratifying from the geek side of it that it was, it was on little, my phone. Yeah, but it was a little bit slow. Not really. A little bit. Not really. It was a little bit. No, okay. <laughs> I was trying to like press things and I wouldn't press. Oh things. They, yeah. well, it's not. That wasn't the slow. That was you have to be since it's so small. You have to be right on it to okay. get it. Yeah. So, so the process was a little slower. How about that? Clunkier. Clunkier. Yeah. Okay. All right. You want to hear my level? Yes. Just a reminder: yours is one ninety-eight. Yeah. Yeah. 21. Okay. <laughs> but you weren't, that's the same. It didn't convert. I don't play that much. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I chose the um, support and specialist package. Okay. Uh, which is because I like range DPS and I like support. So that was, that was, that was cool. Uh, I only ended up with like total of seven boxes, like two normals and five elites or whatever it was. Epics. Yeah. And then I used the remainder of my crystals that I had to buy, like, was it 11 more boxes or something? And out of that, I ended up with a bunch of skins, a bunch of sounds, a bunch of sprays, and one mount. So, you know, I was happy with that. It was cool. 
do need to get in and play. I enjoy it, but there's so much to do in WoW right now. So there really is. It's, it's hard yeah. to balance those for me, so one has to suffer. Still working on the flying in WoW. I'm close, probably a week or two out. I did participate in my first, uh, like, I don't know, the Syntanax thing going on. And I'll talk more about that later. A little cue in there about what my rant's about. But I did that, and I'm kind of focusing right now on doing world quests only on the uh, the broken shores there. Kind of ignoring the rest of the continent. <laughs> Just kind of focusing That's on That's old there. news. Yeah, I'm like, I've repped out over there. So I'm really working working on my rep on the Broken Shores. Uh, I like it. It's I don't know. I just kind of like it. it's got a good feel to it. So that's that's been uh, been us. And then we finished our week. We did we didn't complete it, but we did some time walking dungeons because we were in queue for one for like what over an hour. Yeah, it's crazy. We finally gave up. <laughs> we tried different things, and we're like, nah, this is this is done. Plus, you'd gotten your flying. We're flying around at that point in time. So, but yeah, it was fun running a couple of those uh, time walking dungeons. We'll get it done before the week's out, though. Heroes of the Storm just had the big HOTS 2.0 reveal. Everybody logged in, got new stuff, loved it. We had a fun time. All HOTS players. I would say the vast majority of HOTS players had a really good time with that. And that made you kind of think about WoW 2.0. Like, what if they kind of applied some of this stuff that they're doing in HOTS to the world of Warcraft? That'd be interesting. So basically, we're giving Warcraft the 2.0 treatment. Mm, kind of thinking okay. about what, we would, what that would look like. So you're talking about revamping leveling systems, giving different types of rewards, stim packs? Well, you already kind of oh, have that with XP maybe. boost. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I would think they would redo the home screen. I still think logging in and then going to a realm selection and seeing just tunes from that realm. I think it's kind of dated considering people tend to hop around. I agree. A little bit more. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice to have a place where you see a visualization of all your tunes, even if it's just portraits of them. It would still be cool to see them all right there. Yeah, it would. You know, like a little portrait of Freckleface underneath it, it says Hunter Tanaris because. You have a lot of tunes named Freckleface. I do, yeah. And I have a couple tunes named Root, and then Root and Shoot and Mute and all the other Loot and all these other different Oots. So it'd be nice to have, like, you know, the tune name, what they are, what class they are, and what server they're on, just right there. That's kind of cool. I like that idea. And, you know, depending on how they do it, I mean, they could show a lot of information on the screen. You could see at a glance maybe the gold totals. Now, would you do that per character, per realm, total, total? I would say at least per realm, because that information they show you if your account expires and you log in and it says you have this much gold on your on this realm. Yeah, that's on the realm. So they know that information. Right. Think about yeah. it somewhere. Maybe on each individual character. See who's got gold and who doesn't. Order by amount of gold. True. Maybe see who has new mail. Oh. Oh, man. People have been asking for that for a long time. Yeah. Give me a, a mail notification on my login. Yeah. What if you um play with somebody on one of your alts and they send you a message afterwards? Yeah. You might not know until a week or two later. Yeah. Like you just ran a dungeon with somebody or friended somebody and they message yeah. you. And you, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good way to find, find that out. Or how about if there was expiring mail? Oh, yeah. You're yeah. about to lose that. <laughs> yeah. 
Because I, I know I've probably lost mail on alts, like bank alts. I oh, know, yeah. I yeah. know I've lost mail there. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now, this might get a little bit annoying if it's just the text-only mail. Because you ever get mail from the NPC <laughs> with the attachment? Yeah. You take the attachment. You don't delete the message. And then if you're using an add-on, it's like, oh, you have expiring mail, and it's, it's nothing. Right, because you've taken the attachment, because something's already automatically taken the attachment off, but not deleted the mail. Right. Yep. Whereas something, that it, like you put up some auctions, they didn't go through, then you forgot to log into that account, and now they're just going to go into the nether. You want to know that. Yeah, or like, yeah, well, the one you're talking about is how about the one you get for running a dungeon that you don't loot something and they send you the loot? Yeah, the postmaster. <laughs> yeah, the postmaster yeah. one, right? You take the loot, you leave the postmaster right, message. Right. Exactly. It would also be nice to see at a glance professions. And their levels. And their levels. Like the max level, like a scale or, or right. the line, you know, your max level is 750 and you're at. 750 out of 800. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. Because then it's one of those things you could sit down and at a glance, give yourself an overview of what, how are you doing and maybe get ideas. Because so, sometimes I'm like, I, I want to play. And right now it's not a hard choice because I'm really focusing on one character. But later on in the expansion, when I f- start focusing on my alts, I run into that thing about who do I want to play? What do I want to do? How's this person doing? And it takes a lot to jump between server windows to see what my characters are all doing. So I can see having like something like that in a glance. You're like, huh, what, what should I do? Well, this guy, he's 750 out of 800 in leatherworking. I'm going to work on that. Click on that. Boom, you're in. I like it. What about the total number of quests in your log? Would it help to you the other day when I tried to share a quest with you and it oh, said Freckle Face's quest log is full? Yeah. You know, it doesn't say that in the quest log anymore, how many you have. Oh, why not? I don't know. It just doesn't say. Huh. I know when I hit 25 because then I can't accept anymore. Because <laughs> everybody else tells you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Frack, I'm trying to share a quest. Of course, right now, at least for me, I still have so many quests I need to do. The, you know, some of the mythic dungeons I haven't completed yet or I've been in it, but somehow or another I picked up the same quest from an order hall res- uh, mission and I have that, to do that quest again. So it could possibly be more of a negative thing, though. If just seeing the number of quests doesn't really tell you anything. It might tell you that you need to get back to work and oh, that's get true. It done. That could feel stressful. I don't know. <laughs> that could. I see your point now, yeah. So we'd like to see a better home screen, a better overview of your account and your characters, what they're doing. Emails every week from Blizzard on... No. Uh, text messages every... No. Um, DMs Stop. on Twitter. No. Uh, <laughs> phone calls. Automated phone ah. calls. <laughs> You're going to say faxes next, aren't you? No. I was just kind of thinking... Hello, this is Blizzard, your character, Root, who is currently sitting in Tanaris. No, they would never <laughs> actually say your name. Hello, the adventurer in Azeroth. So you know, it's like <laughs> the voiceovers, they've all avoided it by using the, your new title. Netherlord. Like they just call me Huntmaster. Yeah. Your Netherlord yeah. requires you. Or Archmage. It would be kind of cool to get a phone call from Cadgar, though. That'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, don't give him ideas. I don't want spam calls. Stop it. Would you not take a spam call from no, Cadgar? No. Hey, I saw what happened to you at BlizzCon when uh, Lich King spoke into your ear. <laughs> oh, speaking of him. Yes. I got him as an announcer. Oh, for hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're. Yep, yep, yep. Did he say the same thing? No, he just okay. tells me when someone dies or I need to pick a talent. All right, like that's that. cool. So. Got my headphones on. I'm like, Lich King is in my ear again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reliving the moment. 
One thing I really do like about this HOTS revamp is the new rewards. For example, I open up my quest log when I'm in HOTS, and I also see at the bottom a little reminder. It's like, hey, you get Jaina to 10, you get a Jaina loot box. Oh, so it's like prompts. Yeah. It was prompting you. But I get a box when I get Jaina to 10 that will be guaranteed to have something Jaina themed in it. Maybe a skin, maybe a voice line, something like that. That's cool. So it's it kind exciting. of, yeah, it's yeah. incentivizing and prompting you to do something. Right. I like this. And it kind of made me think about the fact that I would like to see something in WoW that either rewards or at the very least acknowledges when you do something new on your account. Now, there are account-wide achievements. You know, you do a feat of strength. You collect so many pets or mounts or something like that. It, it counts. Run a dungeon for the first time. Right. Down a boss for the first time. Yeah. Right. But there are a lot of character-specific achievements that to someone who has a lot of alt or has gone through the leveling process a lot, they end up being kind of meaningless. Like hitting 100 again? Yeah, or, you know, getting level 20 or 50 or getting... Uh, giddy up. Giddy up or getting <laughs> uh, level 75 in a profession. Yeah. So what I think would be cool is to get a special achievement, for example, when you get a shaman to level 100. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So the first time you level a particular class or race. Right, right. Yeah. Now, there are some quests in there for having multiple characters at max level. And mm-hmm. the problem with that is that depending on when you get it, max level is different. Yeah, because I've got the one for, uh, what is it, uh, double agent? Right. Yeah, yeah. Which was the max level at the time, which I think was... I think when they added it, it was 90. 90, yeah, yeah. for one of each each faction. Right. So if you didn't have that and you go out and do it today, you have to get a Horde and Alliance to 110, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And, they, and they're rewarding you for getting multiple. But for a lot of people, their goal is like, hey, I've never leveled a Paladin before. I'm going to go level a Paladin. So now if you look at the achievement log and it says level one of every class or whatever it is, that, that is a, a far mark. To reach, even though it's just 110, that's still a far mark. So what I'm hearing you saying is if there were unique first-time class slash race achievements along the way that say, hey, you person, human being playing this particular race slash class, congratulations on getting to level 20 for the first time out of this combo. Yeah, I don't know if I would go to the stretch to say race class. I think that might feel a little difficult. Because your race is more of a preference. Like, yeah. you have to learn a new class. You don't really have to learn a new race. Well, I was, th- was kind of thinking some of the racial abilities that you get that are more prone for other classes. People choose their races for aesthetic reasons or for story purposes. And you also have people who are just very dedicated to one faction or the other. Very true. And it's just not going to feel like they're playing well if they're playing the other faction. So in that case, I see what you're saying, because it could feel forced, like, hey, the right. only reason this is in here is so I will play another race class right, combo. Right, okay, right. no, I concede. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. But as far as, like, you know, I'm going to go through the leveling process with each class, and that's a very different experience for each time. So having some sort of achievement or benchmark or reward for doing that for your account, it would feel very satisfying, I would think. Yeah, you know, I think I would consider leveling different classes along the way like this. Just to get a sticker or you need a little check mark? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever little acknowledgement they give you. Yeah. yeah. 
I can do that. They could also do the same thing for leveling each profession. I dropped engineering on my rogue just so I could do uh, leatherworking because I've never done it before. I don't know if I would have dropped engineering or not because it seems like that is so expensive to level and maintain. It's like once you're there and you can make some cool stuff. Yeah, you can. And then to drop that for leather, I don't know. I mean, well, the thing is, I already had engineering on my goblin. Oh, okay. That's different. So I dropped yeah. it, yeah. but I had a bunch of cool toys that now I can't use on my little gnome rogue anymore. Yeah. But that's all right. I've got an engineer. He's a, uh, I think he's level. It's my uh, druid on my side. What's your favorite engineering item? I only got him up to, to mop. And so I was making like wormhole generators and earth shrinkers. Oh, those are so good though. Yeah. They sold pretty anywhere. well. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, it was just, I mean, I think I, I was working on the Blingtron. No, I got the Blingtron, but he's only like a 4,000 or 5,000. I'm pretty close to be able to getting the 6,000. Hurry it up. We'll see. Yeah. But you're going to be a lion side with that one, right? No, this uh, is my goblin hunter. <gasps> Perfect. Hurry up. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Blingtron. That's right. <laughs> Tired of waiting for it to accidentally run across. Yeah. And then have to look at it and go, is it the four, the five, or the six? Okay. Okay, so we've talked about what types of things that we want to get rewarded for. Yeah. Okay. Now, what do we want to be rewarded with? Money. No, it's not an option. Oh. Not going to pay us. <laughs> uh, clothing. Oh, okay. For us, not our characters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's keep it in game. Oh, keep it in game. Keep it in game. <laughs> All right, so we're going to use hot as our inspiration. Oh, that's and true, they, right. they added, yeah. what, sprays in the ground? Sprays, you got. Which you can um, use to taunt people, I guess. You got outfits, variations of the you outfits, skins, yeah. uh, voice. You said that? Yeah. Uh, sprays. Uh, it's like an active voice. Um, you can change the announcer. announcers, what yeah, I mentioned. Yeah. But it's, and that is something only you hear. Yeah, hearing all those announcers talk at the same time would yeah, it'd be almost like that rage, you know, rise mountain, rise, 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 rise mountain. That would be. It's still kind of odd, though, to be able to pay real money for something that only you see, though, or only you hear. No. No? No. Well, I, yeah, it's like real world stuff there. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like, you buy a, a iTunes 99 cent song. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's your. Yeah, you're the only. Yeah, you can have somebody else listen to it, but you can do the same thing with the voice announcer. Someone sit beside you. What else kind of stuff did they give us in there, though? Like, what would you want to see in WoW? Like, I know you're going to say pets. Well, we already have pets. I have lots of pets. Well, I know, but what I want okay. is things for my pets. Like, like you know the vendor that sells stuff for your perky pug. Yeah, like little hats and stuff. I need that for all of my pets. I don't even like the perky pug. It doesn't fit in with the universe. Oh. I never use him. He stays hidden away in my collection. He rolls around on his butt. I don't I just don't like it. <laughs> Little pugs do that in real life too. Yeah, I don't like pugs in real life. Oh. Oh, okay. I used to have a pug. Well they like snort and everything. They're yeah. weird bug dyes. They're yeah. product of inbreeding and all that stuff because people <laughs> Chasing are mean. Part cars. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so you want to put like a little hat on your your dragon kin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for my little kitties. Kitties, sweaters. You want sweaters for your kittens? <sighs> Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Should not have said that. <laughs> you know, it'll, and the more scary looking the pet is, the better the sweater will be. 
<laughs> and then they make ugly Christmas ones. And <laughs> yeah, well, what about for my floating eyeballs? I mean, they they need heads. Uh, Maybe no. like a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> monocle for floating. <laughs> you were saying that, and I was thinking like the clock that Flava Flav wears. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but a monocle and a floating eyeball would be the thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Look, adding that category to the game accessories for your pets is just another level of silliness. Yeah, it's fun. Bows. Sweaters, hats, bling, bling, yeah, all kinds of bling, yeah. You could do something similar for your mounts. A hat for your mount? Yeah, you put a hat on your mount. I'm they all have heads. Yeah, well, except for the okay, the ones that have heads. All right. put I'm a thinking, hat on them. Kind of like uh like like I'm picturing like a like an old farm horse with a cowboy hat with his ears sticking out of the rim. Oh my god, that's how that cute. <laughs> And and okay, so for I need that for my horse steed, so for my celestial horse. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> then you're gonna love this frack. <laughs> for mounts that don't have heads, which you know, like the motorcycles and the rocket, and say, and, right? Yeah, yeah. googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that makes me excited. It does. Yeah, yeah. that should happen. That should happen. Googly eyes and wow. All right, you know in those medieval tournaments. Yes, I've been to medieval times. I've been to medieval right here in Orlando, okay, Florida. What's what's the thing where they they drape the cloth over the horse, which is like some sort of insignia? Yeah, that would be a comparison, is what that's comparison. called. Yeah. Okay. Not a comparison, a comparison. Okay. Yeah. So, what if you had that that you could put on your mounts? That I think would be really cool because it's like a tabard yeah. for the horse, right? And you can maybe pick the design, or yes, yeah. and you'd have a guild one and a, an epic one, the same type of tabards that we have now. I mean, could you imagine like going in? You know, people like farm that one in Scarlet Monastery because it was going away. I got it. That would be something else people would do, definitely. And then if you had like the motorcycle, it would just be the cover for the motorcycle. <laughs> We, yeah, maybe. We don't use well, if they're going to come out with this, they'd have to have certain things that work with certain categories. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Like this will work with, you know, horses or other horse-shaped things, but it sure. wouldn't necessarily work with dragons. Why not? I don't know. Because their wings would um, block anything that'd be draped over It'd it. be underneath it. Just like the horse's, well, just like the horse's hat fit, you know, fits over the ears and the, ho- the ears go through the brim. Oh, so it has holes for wings? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So our universe. I don't think you'll be able to see it very well. All right, that's true. It's an interesting thought, though. You know what I'm dying for? A uh, burrito. Well, not now. I just ate. Oh, but, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> dies. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, yeah, I did that. I want to change my armor color. Go play Diablo. Yeah, I do that a lot. I spend all of my gold on dye in that game. We would play. That was one of the things, like, and, and sadly, I got hooked to it really quickly, too. Because once you start dying, you go, look, oh, I mean, I look pretty cool like that. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, even if you don't want to be all frou-frou, you're like, I want to be all black all the time. Right. All red. And yeah. the outfit's just like, whoa. I made myself this really cool level. Hunter Green and Brown outfit for my uh, Barbarian. It looked really oh, cool. Okay. But then every time you come back after running a rift and you get some kind of cool piece of gear, you got to go no, die. Uh huh. No, no, that's all mismatched. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, there are some dyes in WoW, but they're so very, very limited. Well, there's not really dyes that you can apply to your armor. No, there's they. Well, I think it's something that leather workers use or something. 
it's not done in the same way. I know it's in the game. I've seen it, and it's not nearly done the same way. All right, but what if you had a collection and you collected the colors? And you could just apply that to whatever team mug you had? Yeah. And so it's account-wide? It goes to any character, any team mug? Yeah, I would think so. Of course, that would kind of cut down on their whole, oh, we're going to release a tier. Yeah. And then we're going to release another tier that's just a slightly different color. Right. So. Yeah. I've never liked that. I think that's a cheap way out. Because, you know, like the really, it's like, oh, man, that one looks really cool. You look at it and go, oh, I have to PVP for 90 hours. Well, it looks cool. And then you end up with like some from each set and. Yeah. Yeah. You look like me in third grade trying to dress myself. <laughs> Are there pictures? No, not oh, anymore. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's one of me floating around in a, a Weebelows uh, outfit. What's that? Boy Scouts. Oh, all right. Yeah. You're in Boy Scouts? Yeah. Oh. This was actually before. It's like Cub Scouts, Weebelows, Boy Scouts. Yeah. I wore it even though it wasn't like Weebelows Day. That's. I was I was hardcore. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you use your bodyguard when you're out and about? I forget. Isles, I you? used it so much in in uh, Warlords of Draenor. And when we first got into Legion and I was using it, it wasn't the same. For a warlock, like I, one thing I had, I'm like, I really didn't like what he's doing. Another one was just a spell that I got to use every so often. The third one's these twins. And they showed up, they did their thing, and then they left. It's like, eh. And so I haven't used a new one we got. We just got this new, the epic follower. Or what do they call him? Is he legendary, epic, whatever he is, a new, the new guy? And I haven't assigned him yet, so I got to assign him to see what he does. But I just don't like the feel. And I know it's ridiculous because it's extra DPS anytime you need it. Yeah, extra DPS, but less missions that you can get done. So it's a trade-off. Yeah, but I don't... But, but when you are doing world quests, if you have them equipped at the night and you can get extra gold and extra sure. order hall yeah. resources from I them. I need to do that. Now, if they gave me some kind of way to enhance my follower, because you remember like in, in Draenor, they gave us a way to shrink them. That's because people are very annoyed by it. He's got in the way all the time. He's got in the way all the you time. Can't, so I had Ixcar. Remember Ixcar, the, the bird, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you you would try to click on anything else around him, and he'd be like, this guy's have a poison to me, or whatever he would say, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you'd be like, Dude, I'm not clicking on you. Go away. And like, I mean, they're going to send you back home. <laughs> oh, you know what? I had an add-on to keep yes. him from doing that. Right. That's so did I. We had. We talked about it on the show. You got it. It would, it would do, You couldn't click on him. And then um, I was using my pet, the the little consortium guy. You know those those guys are made of a wind from the Burning Crusade? Yes. There's own faction. Yeah. I have a pet from that. Oh, cool. And he's a vendor. Oh, yeah. But when he's around, every time I would try to click on something, I would like, open up the vending <laughs> open thing. Up the vending. Well, if you remember, Iskar was also, you could check your mail with him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And and so half the time you're like, you want to check your mail? I was like, no, go away. <laughs> and so And then, so you could miniaturize him, which was nice. And you had an add-on, so you wouldn't actually click on them, which was nice. So if they gave us some tools, or not tools, they'll give us, like, I don't know, fun things to do with our followers. Yeah. Like, make it, make them carry a flag for me. Something. I don't but know. then they can't have their hands for fighting. It's strapped on their back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. yeah like a squire? Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. I would not lose you. <laughs> like, there's your flag. Yay. What about if we change your size? Make them bigger. Or smaller? Or smaller, yeah. Okay, well, I can see some people wanting to make them bigger. Yeah. They just get in the way. But some people, like, they, they drink all those potions and make themselves huge and everything else around them yeah. huge. Right, and, right. And stand in down and people are like, what is going on? That'd be kind of cool. What about, like, uh, if you do something with their feet to make them leave tracks? 
like the path of Illidan mm. or whatever they okay. called it. You know, yeah. there's some little yeah. fun things you can get for your feet that leave track marks. Or what if you had outfits for them? Oh, well, skins. Skins? Skins, skins for, for your, your bodyguards? You know what? You know, you see, everybody would just, that's why people want to, what was that Cronan guy? People oh, want yeah. To, yeah. People just want okay, him to follow him around. Cloth. Yeah, that's all they wanted. So that's all they're going to do. You know, now it's going to be, give me this gankiest outfit I can put on my follower. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a him at Nesingwary. And I like him because the effect is passive. And he's not following me constantly. He just shows up. He just shows up yeah. every once in a while. And he tells me, this one counts as my kill. I'm like, dude, <laughs> every single time it makes me irritated. I bet you there's an ad on that silences him. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, sil- it might silence it for me. I don't know if it silences it for everyone else. Yeah, I hear him. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear me get mad about it. Yes, it is. <laughs> Time. <laughs> I might get less mad if you showed up wearing something ridiculous, though. Bunny ears. Yeah. Oh, so you could put hats on your followers. Yeah. Yeah. Or let's see, him and so you can dress him in camo. Yeah, hunter. Yeah. 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 Ninja. Or then, like uh, the Indiana Jones version of it could be all in like the tan camos. Yeah. There's true. so much camo. You could do like forest camo, desert camo, jungle camo. Yeah. Bunch yeah. Of different, yeah. Right. And, you know, unlike in Draenor, <laughs> we don't have an unlimited amount of followers. Burning Crusade camo, which is also like a clown suit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, we don't have as many followers. Yeah. Uh, so give us some options with the followers. I like this. This is good. All right. So we talked about some fun items that we want. What about some update to the currency system? So new with HODs, they came out with two different new currencies. Yeah, I still don't understand them all the way. It's a little complicated. Yeah. So you want more currency in WoW? Or do you want like currency in like Battle.net? I don't know. What I think would be cool is if you had some sort of pet or mount that you just absolutely did not want, it would be nice if you had a way to convert that into some sort of currency to be able to use for one of these fun items. I would be somebody in this scenario who i would push for a battle.net currency just taking in the big picture if i decided woke up and said you know what i am head over heels in love with heroes of the storm i'm leaving world of warcraft one of the biggest things that keeps people playing world of warcraft is all the stuff they have in world of warcraft you can't take it with you but if you could take all that stuff and turn it into battle bucks or whatever else they want to call it, and then take that battle bucks and apply it to another battle.net blizzard title. Yeah, it's not going to be a one for one exchange, but if I could, you know, then get dust or whatever. What, what is the currency that they call in uh, heroes, the new stuff? There's shards. Shards and gems, right? Yeah. So if I could get, if I could take. Stuff that I had in a while that I'm no longer going to use anymore because I'm not playing. Or it's just something I don't ever want because I hate this particular amount. Turn that into Blizzard Bucks. Take those Blizzard Bucks and buy some gems and shards and hots. So it's a way to just, to you know, I don't know, to kind of keep players happy. That's an interesting thought. I think there'd be some ramifications for that. Like, you know how there's people who um, multibox... Sure, try it once. Like mods, things yeah. like that. And like, so instead of having somebody who's modding or doing something against the game rules and and benefiting in gold, now they're going to benefit in Battle.net credit and be able to buy a bunch of other stuff. Just seems like the problem with that would get kind of out of hand. 
Yeah. So, all right. So maybe we don't take it down to the battle.net. Maybe we're not as serious about it. You know, maybe we make them like goblin or gnome dollars or currencies. I don't know. Man, there's so many weird currencies in the game right now that you, when's the last time you turned in bones, soup bones? The last time I had 20. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I've got like 14 or something. It's like, I'm never going to, I keep them because I might get some more. <laughs> there was That's just true. a, you know, it's complicated. and then we talked to today, you and I were talking offline about that thread on Reddit with a guy saying, you know, I have. Uh, order resources. All these order hauls. 70,000. Yeah. yeah, from the last expansion. What do I do with those? No, from this one. From this one. Yeah. Okay, so they go, oh, I was looking. See, I went back and I looked at how many resources I had from WAD still around, and I got like 5,000 of them sitting around. Because that's capped at 10,000. Yeah. There is like, no cap on order haul. Okay, so what do you do when you can't spend them? Well, that's the question. I haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just do missions on my phone, and they go pretty fast. Right, yeah. Uh, so... I mean, there has to be an exchange somewhere, but you're talking more, uh, something a little different is what I'm hearing. You're saying take things that you have in your possession, whether it be your bank or bags or wherever, and converting those into some kind of currency because you no longer want to use them. So if you have a mount that you hate, or not say hate, that's, that's strong, but you don't, you know, you're like, you know what? I have 14 of these turtles. I ride the one that I think is pretty. I don't need the other 13 turtles. I got them so I could get my numbers up. And now that's not really important to me. So you can take those 13 turtles and, I don't know, dust them? I don't know what you would do. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't thought it all the way out because I do know that I wouldn't want this to replace having to go run dungeons and raids because I think that would suck all the fun out of the game. So it only have to be specific items that you just couldn't get other places. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe it's like yeah. stuff you got from the gear store? Yeah, maybe. It kind of falls back into my Blizzard Bucks thing now. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. There are some of the drawbacks too. You know, we talk about all this like fun stuff that we want in the game. But that might change the tone of it a little bit. You know, I know WoW isn't super serious, and they've added a lot of light-hearted stuff in there. But it does have a pretty serious plot overall. And yeah. They, and I think if they get focused way too much on the toys and the the shiny things, they can kind of take away from that. Yeah, and one of the biggest draws on World of Warcraft is the storyline, the plot line, the characters, the rich character development that they've done. And so we do, we want to be careful about not detracting from all that by, you know, making it too whimsical. So you do want to keep it serious, but at the same time, you want to keep your players happy. That's true. Yeah. And you want to keep them intrigued and interested and you want to give them new things. Maybe if you took your mount to the Obliterium uh, Forge there in, in Dalaran. No, because you don't want to use it for gear. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, drink out of this. <laughs> <laughs> And also, we say that we want rewards for account-wide stuff, but how many of the players are more focused on their individual characters? Well, it's WoW. Yeah. It's a character-based game, so you're going to focus on the characters. Right. You want to maybe have a story for that character, and this character hasn't seen the world or defeated Deathwing. No, he just was, he just became an adventurer. Or they're a bank alt who's never been outside of Ironforge. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Poor fat wallet. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I can see them showing some hesitation before applying some sort of overhaul the way they've done Heroes of the Storm. Well, yeah, because Heroes of the Storm is a player-based game. You are playing the game as opposed to playing a character in the game. Now, I understand you're selecting a hero and you're you know navigating that hero and you're playing that hero as best you can. But when you play Arthas or Brightwing or anybody else in HOTS, you're playing Arthas or Brightwing or whoever else. When you play Freckleface, you're playing your character. You have a stronger emotional attachment to that character that you've developed over the years. So it's harder to reward that because each person has a different storyline for their own tunes. Everybody likes different things. Yeah. But we do know that they are constantly improving the game, so we'll just have to wait and see. Don't answer this question out loud, Freck. Just think about it. And those listening along can think about this as well. When is the last time you changed your Battle.net password? Now, a lot of times in corporate America, there are some pretty stringent password policies. We have to change your password like every 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it might be. You can't use the same password twice, all these other kind of rules and regulations. A number, a lowercase number, special character. Some of them can be very, you know, at least eight characters long. Some rules can be very just crazy. But think about that. On, on when's the last time you actually updated your battle.net password? Now, one of the cool things about Blizzard is they give us the authenticator. And they don't come out and say you have to use it, but by golly, you kind of have to use it. You know, they give you a pet, but there's also things you can't do. Like, was it voice chat you can't do? There's some things you cannot do unless you use the authenticator. And the authenticators come a long way. It started off with a little key fob, which I've still got my key fob. Just sat on the keys and the numbers on it changed all the time. And I used to think it was kind of cool giving like a valet guy my key fob with my World of Warcraft authenticator on it. Nerd. Pretty much. Yeah. Then they came out with the app. And it was one of those things where I remember being really upset because when they first came out with the app, all of a sudden it was, I think maybe even before the app, they came out the way, well, we're going to give you the authenticator, but we're not going to force you to use it every time. And that used to always bother me. Like, no, if I have a two-factor authentication, which two-factor authentication means something you know, which is your password, and something you have, which is your authenticator, be it an app on the phone or whatever, or a physical key fob. It's like, no, I want you to ask me every time. When I log in, I want to know. And it was kind of a pain to have to go, okay, what are these six numbers? Five, four, three, one, nine, seven. Okay, let me go put those in over here. Oh, I've only got 10 seconds to do this now. Let me, I might as well wait 10 seconds for the scene to time out. And then I'll put another one in. So it was a little cumbersome. But they have updated it now. It's kind of cool. Now it asks you to get a little prompt. It's like, hey, are you logging in? You know, yeah, that's me. Or no, that's not me. And it'll lock the account. I messed up once and I did the no, not me. Don't do that. How'd you get out of it? I had to call customer support. Oh, no. So I hit the wrong button and they unlocked. It was no big deal. It was like 15 minutes on hold. I did not fall asleep this time. Well, that's something. (laughs) It's it's progress for me. One of the things I don't like about the authenticator, though, is it kind of lulls us into a false sense of security. You're like, I don't have to change my password because I have the authenticator. And I can keep my password the same because if somebody guesses my password... Uh, I still have my authenticator, and they're still going to challenge me, so I'm I'm good to go. There's countless stories about people say, hey, I had an issue with my phone. I had to remove my authenticator uh, to 
reinstall a new authenticator. And in that amount of time where my authenticator wasn't on my account, my account got compromised. I've seen those stories on Reddit. I've seen those stories in the forums. They're all over the place. Recently, we talked about it last uh, last episode. I broke my phone. Remember that? I do. It was sad. Yeah. Well, I got a nice phone, but it required me to redo my authenticator. And it's getting a lot easier, almost to the point where it's a little too easy for me, I think, to replace my authenticator. So to replace it right now, you log in to your account, and it's like, oh, you have an authenticator. Well, give me another way to log in. Okay, well, we'll send you a text message to this number. All right, I have that number. Text me. It sends you the code. You type in the code. You have access to your account. You remove the authenticator. It sends you an email and another confirmation. It says, do you want to remove it? Yes. Now it's removed. Now you add it back. You get another email that says, hey, someone just added a security feature to your account. Yes, I know. It's me. And then you, you have it again. It's very simple to redo. It's a little too easy. If somebody gains access to my email and my phone, then they have access to my account, basically. Now, other applications I use also use other forms of two-factor authentication. Splashtop, which we talked about before, it's the app that I use to remotely log into my computers. I can play WoW on my phone and whatnot. It uses a form of two-factor authentication anytime you add or remove a device from your system. So I can log in. I'm like, hey, I want to add a computer here. I add a computer. I get an authentication request, an email that says, hey, did you just mean to add this computer to your account? You say yes or no. That's important because one time I was using Splashtop at work and left it installed on the computer there and somebody else tried to add another computer to my account. And I'm like, no, that's my account. <laughs> not adding a computer to my account. So I denied them that, that ability to add that. Google has its own authenticator. It's a very good one too. They just recently did an update, which is more like uh, the push notifications that uh, the Blizzard authentication system uses. Where when I log into my email, I have to on my phone. Well, on my phone, if I'm logging into email on my phone, it's already there. But if I'm on a different computer and I log into Gmail on any other computer, I'm going to get a challenge on my phone. Same type of thing. Are you logging into your Gmail account? Yes. In fact, yesterday, you're like, what are you doing on your on your watch? Remember that? I saw your face on your watch. Yeah, my it's face weird. on because on, I've got the Moto 360. And so my face popped up on my watch because I was authenticating and it said, hey, are you logging into Gmail? Yeah, it's me. I thought it was just your screensaver or something. No, why would I have myself as my screensaver? I don't know. <laughs> I am not that conceited. And that's not a good picture anyhow. <laughs> Another cool thing about the Google Authenticator is you can use it on a bunch of different platforms. Facebook. You can actually use the Google Authenticator on your Facebook account. So no one's going to log into your Facebook account without you getting an authentication notice. If they guess your username and password, they're not going to get in because you're going to get a little pop-up and say, hey, are you logging into Facebook? Like, nope. I'm just going to deny them that login. Likewise, uh, Google makes that API available for other vendors to use. So someone can have an app. I'm, yeah, there's a couple of the apps that I have on my phone that use the Google authentication. It's like, this is great. I have one place to go that's doing it all for me. It's very, very fantastic. Websites, Facebook, Google, apps. Just different apps. A lot of people use that Google Authenticator. Now, thinking a little more along the lines of security, Google offers other security features like parental controls, which for a while you used on your own account uh, to regulate your playing time, which I thought was a very smart thing to do. 
And a lot of people do use those for either their kids or their spouses or themselves to regulate their playtime. And you can think about like uh, your car. You go to your car. If you look on the inside door hinges of your car, doors, that is, there's probably a child lock on those. And if you flip that on and close the door, then the handle doesn't work from the inside. It only works from the outside. So if you have a young child, they can't accidentally open the door from the inside while you're driving down the road. My kids are growing up. We had those. We use those. And as, you know, my kids are, what, 21 months apart. So there's a little bit of a discrepancy where my son, the older one, was, was like, okay, here, smart enough not to open the door driving down the road. So we're going to turn the child lock off on the door and you can get out on your own. Whereas my daughter, who was still in the car seat, we're like, nah, not yet. We're keep the child lock on your side. You, you know, not, you know, just for your own safety and ours. We kind of like having her around. And there was a night where we were going out to dinner with some friends of ours. You know, it was family and family friends and everything else. And we had a group of people in my car. We're driving down. We get to the restaurant. And my kids were, were, were riding with my sister. And I had couple of people in my back seat. One of the guys, uh, his name was Farrell, actually. And he was on the side where my daughter usually sits. And we get to the restaurant and everybody's getting on the car and Farrell goes to open the door and he can't. And I look at him and go, oh yeah. By the time I have that thought, my son looks at him and goes, ha, you got child locked. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy. <laughs> and I was like, geez. <laughs> and I, so we got him out of the car. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That, that moment led, uh, stayed with the night for a while, you know, like, everywhere you went, be sure you don't get child. Now, now, Frank, as you know, that nobody else is going to know this, but you know this. I had to take my daughter to the uh, to a doctor's appointment today. And I had a little bit of extra time and I could run by the house. And when I left the studio, when I got here today, I didn't plan my lunch out right. So I had microwavable stuff. I had leftovers for lunch. And I'm like, oh, I don't really have time to you know, microwave this stuff and have lunch and go home. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop by the house. I'll have enough time to throw something in the microwave real quick, get what I needed to get out of here, and then head over to pick up my daughter. So I'm kind of flustered. I'm getting stuff ready. You know, you threw whatever it was into a bowl. I'm going to pass you my phone here, Freck. Can you describe? <laughs> it looks like your microwave says child. My microwave says child. Now that is not the setting to cook a child on a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? My microwave has a child lock on it, Freck. When you press too many buttons too fast and in the wrong orders. <laughs> it's calling you a child. My microwave called me a child. child? <laughs> Stop pushing buttons. <laughs> exactly what happened. I said, I'm like, I just got child locked by my microwave. <laughs> and then I wrote a whole segment about passwords around it <laughs> to bring it into WoW. <laughs> That's a very smart microwave, though. It child locked me, Frank. I just wanted to nuke some spaghetti. <laughs> it didn't child lock me. I showed my daughter the picture and she goes, well, we can cook children now? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't even have that thought. <laughs> I sent it to my son. I'm like, have fun with your dead baby jokes. 
child lock. It was easy. You just had to open the door to turn it off. But, you know, still. (laughs) You know how unsettling it is to get child locked by a microwave? (laughs) Like no, this I can, this thing got to revalue your life. Yes, I'm like yeah. I no, I control you. <laughs> hey, I brought you into this household. I can take you out of this household. <laughs> you young microwave. <laughs> it's like when uh, when you have those um, car alarm buttons. Oh, you hit the wrong thing and it starts beeping at you. I do you. that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hit the alarm panic button by accident. They still make those cars or buttons. We had one like 15 years ago or so. Car you punch in the code. And the physical oh, buttons. Yeah, they have those on yeah. the doors. Yeah. yeah. They got those. You know what's unusual about those is a lot of times you can just go up to any of those and type in 911 and it'll open the door up. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of codes, 911 gets through doors. That's just social engineering there. A little extra tip from Root. Yeah, don't do anything bad with that. No, don't. That's just for emergency purposes only. Exactly. Hence the, the right. 911. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that it is important to keep your passwords updated and everything else by all means and use all the security methods and protection that's available on your accounts. Definitely use all that, but, uh, yeah, don't get child locked by your microwave. (laughs) Freck, I got a little bit of an issue here. What's that? Just a little rant. Not a big one because it's not going to last long, I don't think, but it's still a, a valid rant. I don't think that the Centenex beacons, that whole thing is working the way Blizzard intended. I'm not even exactly sure how they're supposed to work. I have a whole bunch. I dropped one, and as far as I could tell, nothing happened. Yeah, so, all right. You, When we logged in here recently, uh, there was, Illidan was at our campment in uh, Camp Deliverance or whatever, Deliverance Point. And he wanted a hundred, some kind of shards, whatever they were. Those are dropped from these little Centenac beacon events that happen. Now, what is supposed to happen is people or players, you have to be in the shadow of the Centenac, which is that big ship that flies around. So you have to be under it. And you drop these beacons down. Now, the beacons is basically are things that we have, have gotten from mobs around. You've killed a mob and it's, oh, I got a Sentinex beacon. Cool. It doesn't know, the ship rather, the Sentinex ship doesn't know what or who put that beacon down to call. It just knows, oh, I'm supposed to open up a demonic portal there. So we are dropping these portals down saying, hey, go ahead, drop a portal right here. Because not think, you know, the thing, okay, it must be clear. Let's drop a portal. Let's put more demons in. Meanwhile, we're down there ready to, in theory, ambush them to, you know, we have the upper hand. Now, as these demonic creatures come out and we kill these demonic creatures, there are different types of beacons that drop that allow us to summon even uh, more elite creatures that give us these tokens that Illidan wants, that gives some are, are like mining nodes they, they spawn. So there's these different um, profession-based beacons that will drop as well. So in a perfect world, we're down there. We... Clear out the area where we've established a perimeter. We call down a beacon. We attack the mobs. We get the loot. Wash, rinse, repeat. What's happening is you're having large groups form who are going around to every possible spawn point for these beacons to drop a portal. And they're just doing mass AOE. Because everything that pops out of these portals is faction taggable. 
So you're having one or the other faction dominate on a server. Nobody's playing fair. Nobody's playing nice. Everybody is very cutthroat on this. They are camping the portal points with doing mass AOE. Just AOE, AOE, because as long as your faction tags it, and you're good to go. You know, now you can go and loot that at your leisure. And it's really, in my opinion, taking the spirit out of what is should be happening in this, these uh, invasion scenario type thing that's going on with the, with the Sentinex. Simple solutions make it world taggable. Doesn't matter what faction grabs it, just let it get grabbed. Let everybody take it down together. You know, if it's PvP, fine. Make it a PvP on a PvP server. It's got to be more interesting there anyhow. And I know this is just a temporary event because we're going to be done with this whole bring down the Sentinax and get everything we need off of it fairly soon, I would think. Honestly, I expected to see a hotfix. I haven't. And I really expected to see one because it's not fun. I had to hop around until I found a big enough group that was dominating a server. That was, you know, the horde was dominating on that server. That's where I stayed for a good while time. And I got in like, I don't know, at that point in time, like, I don't know, 60 of the tokens that I needed. And then you and I ran it for a while. And it's very confusing on what's going to actually drop the tokens you need versus what doesn't. So I just don't think this one's worked the way they thought it was going to work. In theory, it's pretty cool. You know, we, we've stolen these, you know, these beacons off or looted them from the corpses of, the, of this demon we just slaughtered. And now we're faking the system out by telling them everything's cool, send down more demons. And then we're killing the demons they send down because we are prepared for them. So in theory, it's cool. But it ain't working right. Now, there are some really big ones that can come down, too. If someone gets like one of the rares or whatever, what's, uh, whatever the beacons are. And one of them is a, an orbital fell reaver. So like the big ones in... Um... Hellfire? Yeah, with the same noise. Ooh, creepy. And they're hard. You you need like, and I think those are world taggable because you need like a bunch of people to kill that thing. That was a fun one. But getting to that point is just nauseating. I mean, I was in there for an hour before you told me, you know, you've been there for an hour. I'm like, what? An hour? <laughs> and I'm not done with a hundred of these things yet? That's insane. So, yeah, it's yeah. a small rant. I just, it, I just don't think it's playing to the true spirit of how Warcraft should be played. It might not be. But at the very least, we're trying something new. Yeah. Definitely different than the typical quest. Yeah, it's a, definitely a world event that I really enjoy. But it's just, uh, I enjoy when we're, you know, having a horde to keep the alliance out. And I can collect all the stuff I need. I just hope that's not a repeatable quest. I hope, it's like, I don't log in today and Illidan's like, I need another hundred. But I did. <laughs> Look, I got a microwave that has a child setting on it. Dude, leave me alone. <laughs> or you'll collect the 100, give him, give it to him, and he'll give you 99 back. That's what Cadgar does. I know. Yeah, I need 5,999 of these. And he uses one or whatever it was. I'm saying it'd be irritating if Illidan did that. Yes, it would, because that that's yeah. much more difficult. So we'll see. I still uh, think there's going to be a hot fix on that one, but we'll see. Time will tell. 
Frank, you looking forward to BlizzCon 2017? Absolutely. Can't wait. We'll be there at Con Before the Storm. We'll get some details coming out about that. That usually happens right before, like the day before. Like on that Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Uh, so if you're going to go and you haven't made your uh, your plans for Thursday, hopefully get to Thursday. Uh, try to hit up Con Before the Storm. Basically, what you're going to get is the best of the best of the best. Uh, podcasters, creators, artists, streamers, just content producers in the world of Warcraft who are us, the community. We'll all be there. Now, one of the things I love about it is, you know, we get to sit as podcasters. They're going to sit us next to, you know, maybe somebody everybody's heard of, and the person next to them is going to be somebody's maybe very few people have heard of. And so you get that introduction, like, well, let me check you out. Why have, why did I miss you? Why weren't you on my radar? You know, then you see somebody's artwork and like, how did I miss you? I need to have a badge for next, next podcast or next uh, BlizzCon or this BlizzCon or whatever it is. So it's a fantastic way to see what the whole community is doing. And you can't forget DitchCon. Are we going to, are we going to do in and out again this year? I don't know. Been there, done that? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's if, about, it's about the same quality as Five Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little tip: if you are going to plan on doing in and out, go ahead and Uber it. Do not trust the fact that you can walk there and back. You just don't. Too far. Yeah, <laughs> especially after walking around the con that long. <laughs> Bring comfortable shoes. But if you are going to be at uh, Con Before the Storm, look us up. Won't be hard to find us. We'll be marching around somewhere there. We'll have on uh, some kind of shirts. Look us up. I'll have coasters and something else. We don't know. Got some time to get creative before we get out there. I want to thank all our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network.